0: My hope is that this podcast will offer some encouragement, a few laughs, and even some hope for the future. This is After Four, and these are your stories. What's up? Welcome to After Four, the podcast for InterVarsity alumni. I'm your host, John Steele. So glad we get to be together for another great alumni story today. if you haven't done it yet, take just a second to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. And if you don't follow us on Instagram yet, go find us at After4Pod and send us a DM. We would love to hear from you, get to know you just a little bit. All right, if you were listening last week, I told you that today's episode was going to be a visit with Kate, a James Madison University alumna who had just completed a very unique gap year before going on to grad school. Well, we had a minor technical difficulty, nothing serious. It's just pushing that episode to next week. Apologies for any confusion, but fear not, we have another great alumni story that we just bumped up a week early. So, the new plan for this week is that we're going to hear from Linda, an Iowa Central Community College alumna who took a different kind of gap year, right in the middle of her college career. It was not the plan she had in mind, but for her own health and well-being, it was just necessary. And in the middle of a year that she expected to feel like a step backward in the progress of her life, She received an invitation from God that has changed her trajectory, an invitation to volunteer on campus with InterVarsity. I'm excited for you to meet her and to hear how God used this volunteer opportunity to reframe and redeem the circumstances. Here's Linda, and this one's for you, alumni. Hello, Linda.
1: Hi.
0: Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: Yes, I'm really glad that it's worked out for us to, to get to talk today. We're gonna to talk about some of the things that you're doing in this new season of life. Uh, before we jump into talking about volunteering and, and serving on campus, Linda, would you just take a minute and help us get to know you a little bit?
1: All right. Well, my name is Linda Lopez. I am from Guatemala. I came here when I was 12 years old. And I came straight to Iowa. And <laughs> been quite the experience <laughs> nice and one of the things that i enjoy just to do for fun i'm a musician and a singer
0: that's awesome do you are you a worship leader
1: yes yes i
0: am <laughs> all right me too oh. i have been a longtime worship leader inner varsity played a huge role in my development as a worship leader
1: i can relate to that yes yes yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome well, okay, Linda, we're an alumni podcast here, so there's some stuff that I would love to learn about you, some of your origin story around how did you find inner varsity? what's what was the beginning of your relationship with inner varsity?
1: So I went to Iowa Central Community College and I really enjoyed my time there. That's how I got you know introduced to inner varsity in the first place. It was the best thing ever. but even though I enjoyed my time there, I also went through a lot of grief and really tough times. My mental health was not stable. My relationship with God was not stable either, was not in a good place. So I I needed to take a break and I decided it was hard. It was hard because, you know, nobody wants to feel like a failure. Like, that's what I felt when when I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, well, if I... Take the break. Everyone's gonna be looking at me, judging me for not finishing and you know, not succeed at this. And eighty percent of the people just kept telling me, "You're not gonna come back." Like a lot of students don't come back after they take a break from school. So I started praying and praying and asking God if that was the right, the next move, the next step in my life. And after after lots of prayer, I decided that that was the right thing to do. And now that I'm here a year later, God has been so faithful. I can hear and I can feel God saying, you made the right choice and you're ready to go back to school. So I want to go back to school this fall and I'm going to finish my AA degree and then I want to get my bachelor's degree in social work.
0: Wow. I didn't know any of this backstory. So this is, this is really very interesting to me. That is a super real experience for so many people. You take your first semester, your first year, whatever it is, you get partway into your program and you're like, I need to pause. And so I'm really grateful, Linda, for you sharing that that was your experience. You took the time to consider like, man, should I do this? I'm getting a lot of feedback from people that says, this is not a good idea. If you stop, you won't start again. You got to just kind of power through. But, you know, you and the Lord together said, no, this is where God is leading me. And that you have seen his faithfulness in the midst of that decision. And that you feel motivated and excited to go back. It
1: was not easy. It was not easy, I'll tell you that. But after this year of trying to see what the lord's path was for me and i realized that after all the plans that i made none of them worked <laughs> and my <laughs> trust was definitely you know tested yes and after that after this year i i know that my my faith has grown and i can trust the lord and i one thing that i had to be grateful for is the way inner varsity was such a huge support mm. after that i felt horrible about it i felt like all my friends were moving forward making progress going to different universities and all and i was here back where i started and then inner varsity has always been there shout out to rachel <laughs> rachel black because she's the best the best ever she just kept encouraging me to keep going never give up always trust see the things and with spiritual lines and, you know, I, I I really needed an encounter with Jesus. And that's how it happened. I went to this university retreat, the getaway retreat, to be more specific. And that's literally what changed my entire life, I would say. I was feeling just dead on the inside. And I remember telling God, like, I, I really need you. Like, if you don't change something in me, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And I remember that feeling of, I'm here with you. Him just really being there for me. And I really got to experience his presence.
0: That's amazing. And this is happening still during the struggles that you were experiencing as a student on campus? That
1: was after.
0: Okay, so this is shortly after. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So then you've made this decision of, I'm going to step away from campus for a while. As a student, I'm going to step away, take a break, reassess like what my next steps are. And it's in the midst of that. That's where, like Jesus met you in this very real way that you've had people encouraging you. Rachel's come alongside you and encouraged you. But then it was there that God really met you and affirmed, "I'm with you, and I'm going to walk with you through this time,
1: yeah, yeah that's
0: great. wow, yeah it's really interesting to me that you have this growing sense as you're as you're communicating with God that you know, his invitation was i want you to I want you to take a break." But that it seems like there's this differentiation of the things that you were hearing from God before you took that break as compared to when you were at that retreat. And you said that that's the place that you felt this affirmation from God of like, I am with you in this decision that you've made. You know, it almost reminds me of when God first calls Moses and he says, the sign that I'm going to give you that I'm going to go with you through this is that you will come back to this place and worship me on this mountain. I'm going to affirm this to you down the road that you have, in fact, followed me and that I'm the one that's brought you into this place. There's like this distance between the call and the affirmation that, that the call was legitimate and that Moses has followed through and that God is following through as well. And it seems like almost like a similar kind of experience that you had of take a break and trust me. And then you go to this conference and you're like, okay, here I am. (laughs) And I want you to know for sure that you have made the right decision and that you were being obedient to the things that I told you to do. And I'm going to walk with you through this.
1: Yeah,
0: it's true. Right. Yeah. Okay, so then. Linda, this brings us to one of the big things that I really want to hear more about from you. And this actually becomes even more powerful to me now knowing what you've told me about your story. And that's the fact that here in this in-between time that you you must have accepted some sort of an invitation to fill some of this time volunteering with InterVarsity. Can you tell me just a little bit about what it is that you do on campus as a volunteer?
1: Yeah. So you're right. I, during this time, you know, that I've been trying to, to see what the Lord has for me. I just knew I had to join as a volunteer because that's what I was called for. And so I, with no hesitation, I just, I said, I want to join. I want to help in any way that I can. I was like, I'm already here. I'm helping with the Bible studies, worship, or translating sometimes. And so I was like, I want to be able to say, yes, I'm a volunteer. And I that way I, I can help maybe more. So I, I decided to apply for the position as a volunteer. And I'm here. And i have also, because uh, here we have Iowa Central, but then we have the BDU, it's the University. And so... I've been trying to find ways to introduce myself to the campus. Hopefully this year, this upcoming year, I can also take the next step at BDU to see what God has in mind for that
0: campus. Okay, so then in this time off as a student, you've been volunteering and working with other staff on a chapter that's already been planted, already exists on a campus. Correct. And then you're also working on introducing InterVarsity to a new campus?
1: Yes, it's, it's a different campus. And so it's been, it's been interesting because, you know, you never know what to expect. I've been just, you know, observing, seeing what God has in mind. And yes. I believe that God is going to do something.
0: That's awesome. You're going there to kind of get a feel for what is campus like? What's the lay of the land here? What do people do? Where do they spend time? What do people care about? You know, as we prayer walk, as we talk to people, like what's happening on campus here? coming in and, and learning and, uh, you know, wanting to be welcomed in. That's really cool that you get to spend some time doing that. And it makes me wonder, even if some of the experiences that you've been having in your own academic career of, you know, the Lord saying, pull back with me, just slow down. We're going to move at my pace. You walk in step with me and I, I will show you what there is to do and that you're getting to like put that into practice. We're going to slowly start checking things out on campus here. We're going to take our time getting to know the space and moving at the pace that the Lord is setting for us as we, as we work to to ideally to plant this, this campus with new ministry.
1: Yes. I love that you, you said that the Lord basically stopped me and said, slow down. Walk with me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can see that because I don't know how I would have known everyone that I know now, and got to experience all these awesome things in university. If I would have kept going my ways and finished school, I know I'm like, wow, thank you for all these experiences, Lord, because I am so glad I took that break because now, look, I have this awesome job that I love and I know all these amazing people.
0: What is it that you enjoy most about getting to, to volunteer on these campuses in this way?
1: I think helping with the Bible studies. I think that's been awesome. <laughs> I've always been afraid of speaking, like you know, in yeah. <laughs> front sure. of a crowd or in you know, a group of people. And so, I was like, I want to challenge myself this during this season that I'm gonna grow. And I think that's one of the things that I've learned to enjoy and just really become better at. And I think, God, with the help of God, of course, I've been able to to do that. And I and I love it. And I've also had the privilege to lead worship at the retreats that I've gone to, and that's been awesome.
0: As I'm listening to you talk, I feel like so often we step into these kinds of opportunities of volunteering or going on trips or whatever it might be, and we think about you know, the ways that we are going to contribute to the people that we are ministering with or working alongside of and that, like, certainly God uses us to to do that work, to to accomplish his purposes in those spaces, but that right alongside of that, it seems like there's almost as much opportunity for our own development, our own shaping so that as, as you do this work, you're continuing the process of your own transformation. Like, as you're volunteering and blessing these students and blessing your coworkers And blessing the campus, you're being blessed and shaped and transformed as well.
1: Of course, because I always think that when you're going to lead a Bible study, it's also for you, like you have to take it first when you're studying it. And then I can share that. And it just feels more personal.
0: Absolutely. Yes. That you are connecting with this study and with the people around. You're not just, you're not just leading a study. Like you are participating.
1: Exactly. We're all like learning as I, as I, you know, try to execute.
0: Yeah. You're the guide, (laughs) but you are the guide who is experiencing this right alongside of everyone else. Exactly. And I mean, what's really great is that this is something that's continuing to develop you and your faith, but it's also... Like this is this is making you a better leader as you're doing this. You know, you said that this is something that that is a cha- you challenged yourself stepping into this of like, OK, I'm going to take this on. I'm going to try these things. I'm going to continue growing in these ways. And this is stuff that's going to go with you as you step into your next round of classes in the fall. Uh, as you think about being a co-worker, somebody who can lead groups and conversations and things like this is stuff that is continuing to shape you as a, a member of a community as well as a follower follower. follower of Jesus. Uh, It's just, that's super cool that in this space that could feel like I'm moving backwards. My classmates and my friends, they're going to these different campuses and things because they continued on this last year. So I'm just like sitting here, not making any progress and that it's clear that that is not the case, that like God is using this time to develop you in some really amazing ways.
1: I agree. Yeah. I've learned to really have joy in the journey and seeing my friends finish college and have their join their chapters and lead Bible studies—that's also such a joy for me. Yes. To see them grow because they tell me like, "So I want to lead this Bible study," and I did this, and I'm like, "Yes, there you go. That's the way to go."
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Yes, I've I've really learned to enjoy the moments that I that God has given me.
0: In intervarsity, we talk about lives transformed, campus renewed, world changers developed. How do you feel that you're continuing to be shaped as a part of God's world-changing work?
1: Uh, yes, yes, yes. God has taught me to be more accepting, be more open-minded in different ways. If I want to go to different places and, and, and share the gospel, I have to be more, more open-minded about it, more accepting of people. I've made a lot of progress, but God continues to want me to grow.
0: As I hear you telling your story and these things that you're learning, it almost sounds to me like God has invited you to practice developing that mindset on him first. As he's like, look, you are going to benefit from being more open-minded about the ways that I can work in your life. You think that the way that I'm directing you to keep growing and and being part of what's going on is to is to continue in your education in this particular timeline, in this format and in this direction. And him saying, like, actually, I have a different way that I would like for you to consider. And it's not something you've thought about before. So would you come along with me in something different than you anticipated by pausing on your education for now? And I'm going to take you down a different road. I'm going to show you that there is another way for me to develop you and for you to follow me and for me to teach you what it looks like to be on mission with me. And then I'm going to use that experience to help you broaden your understanding of what it looks like to engage with people and to expect that God's going to show up because I'm going to do it in ways that you don't you didn't anticipate and I want you to be ready for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, cuz I I didn't know how how tough it it can be for you to talk, to share the gospel with people. And so I feel like if I would have stayed in college, I was just surrounded by my friends, my Christian friends. And so I didn't really have to work with my identity as a, as a Christian woman. Like I didn't have to convince them or, or be accepted or because I was already accepted. And when I, I could just share experiences like with Jesus, with my friends, because they were Christians. But now that I'm here, it's like, I can't really do that. I, <laughs> You have to find ways to get their attentions, to come to the Bible studies. What else can you do? You have to brainstorm. And I think all of those things, God has taught me so much about how to um, reach out to people in different ways.
0: Linda, would you recommend that other people, whether they be recent grads or people who find themselves in the same situation as you, as like, I need to take a beat and just reassess kind of where I'm going? Would you recommend to them to consider volunteering with a local InterVarsity chapter while they do that?
1: Of course, 100%. I think it's not something that you would just enjoy, but something that brings so many benefits to your life and to others. I think it you know, provides a beautiful relationship with the Lord. And you can grow a lot as a person.
0: Yes, and I, I, lo- I love that perspective. It would be very easy for us to only limit this experience to This is a really great way to give back like this is a really great way to reinvest in your chapter or in another campus if you've moved to a different town, and that's totally true. but like we like we've talked about and like you just said, this is also a really great way for you to continue growing and developing and meeting Jesus and learning how to share him with other people. You are being developed just as much as you are a part of helping develop others Linda. Even though you find yourself in the middle of your college journey, you are a part of this community of InterVarsity alumni and you have things that you've learned because of your experience. And I wonder, is there any other piece of advice that you would give to somebody that finds themselves living outside of their campus context, whether that's for a season in between or even if they have officially graduated? Are there experiences that you've had that you can draw from that you would say, this is the piece of advice I would give to encourage someone who finds themselves in this space outside of campus?
1: I would say, try to join a group, because sometimes, yes, being alone is, can be nice, especially for the introverted people, <laughs> but yes. it's also nice to have that support group. I, I think find being alone can be tough, and so I, I my advice is, Yes, have your alone time because it's needed, but also you don't have to be alone. Sometimes after college, you're like, well, what do I do now? All my friends are moving out. Well, find a local inner, local university group or a church that you enjoy. I think you don't lose anything with going to church. I'll tell you that right now. You're not going to lose anything. And so just give it a try and just know that God is always there for you. And I think, you don't have to be alone, so you can choose to be with a group of people that love you, that accept you, and that help you in many aspects. Sometimes, you know, uh, the enemy or just your thoughts can take over when you're alone. And so whenever you feel alone, just try try your best to um, connect with people. And don't be afraid to ask for companionship. Don't be afraid to... I join a group and find new friendships.
0: That's great. There's community to find. Lean into that. That's awesome, Linda. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thanks for joining us today and giving us some insight. I think people can feel lost or maybe some amount of shame or insecurity or something of, wow, I've, I've had to move a very different direction than I anticipated. This is not what I, this is not the direction I thought my life was going to go. And that you've showed us that God shows up in those places where life is not going the direction that you thought and that he, that he brings life in really, it's not just like, okay, well, me and God, we just got to gut it out through this experience no, he brings like life and wholeness and joy and really great things, even in the midst of finding yourself in a situation that you didn't expect to be in. And so I'm, I'm really grateful for you taking some time to share that and to share why it has been a fantastic experience volunteering on campus with InterVarsity and, and doing that work in this space. So thanks a lot for sharing that with us.
1: Oh, thank you for allowing me to share my my story a little bit of it in my experience with the university. This was fun, <laughs> and awesome. again, thank you so much. And I hope that you know whoever is hearing this that uh, they they feel a little more um like they they have the opportunity to be part of something and that they don't have to be alone. They, there's a group of people here for community that is waiting for them to come and, and join the group. <laughs>
0: Okay, as you already know, the things that struck me about Linda's story are one, the way God stepped in and redeemed Linda's reality. Pressing pause in the middle of your education is humbling, and it would be really easy to have a negative outlook on that season. But God reframed what Linda worried might be a failure and used it to accomplish his purposes. And two, I'm struck that Linda's decision to serve wasn't just good for the campus and for the chapter that she's been working with. It's been really good for her as well. As she serves, she's also transformed. She's further developing leadership skills with a small group. She's learning how to function as part of a team with other leaders and IV staff. And she's getting entrepreneurial experience as she explores the possibilities of planting on a new campus in Iowa. And in the midst of all that, she's drawing nearer to Jesus and learning to trust Him more completely with her whole life. That is huge, especially in a season that Linda expected to be a step backward. And we barely even scratched the surface on the fact that her investment is also making a difference on campus. Students are meeting Jesus in community through his word. They're being led in worship. And Lord willing, a whole new campus is going to have more and more opportunities to say yes to Jesus because Linda said yes to this opportunity. Alumni, what could happen on campus and in your own life if you followed Linda's example and said yes yourself to serving a few hours a week? What skills and passions could you bring to the table? And in what ways might God be waiting to meet with you and continue transforming you? That's my story. That's how I ended up right here. It all started with a few hours a week serving my local InterVarsity chapter after graduation. And that doesn't mean you'll end up as a full-time staff like me, but it might mean that you meet with God in ways that you never imagined you could. Whether you're feeling a little adrift like Linda in a confusing season of life, or if you're absolutely loving what you do after graduation and just sense an invitation to invest some of your time in this way. After this episode, check out the show notes and find a few more stories of alumni like you who are volunteering on campus. And you can also find the email address for the alumni office there. If you'd like to start volunteering, send us an email and we would love to help you get started. Thanks so much, Linda, for joining us this week and blessings on your re-entry to classes this fall. And then be sure to come back next week when we hear from James Madison University alumna Kate. And this time I actually mean it. Promise. I'll see you in the after, alumni. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today, alumni. If there was anything that you learned, really enjoyed, or that encouraged you from today's episode, would you send us a DM or tag us in a story? We'd love to hear about it. You can find us at After 4 Pod on Instagram and Facebook. And if you haven't already, take just a second to unlock your phone and subscribe to the podcast. If your platform lets you, leave us a rating and a review. And if you like what we're doing here, share us with your varsity or other post-graduation friends. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you in the after, alumni.